Hello and welcome to episode 33 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. I hope this episode finds you well. As always, I am Dexterity Box, joined, as always again, by Punk Chef 41 How's your week been, Jake? Uh, not too bad. It's been run up to the little and going to nursery, so it's like getting golf stuff and all that kind of stuff. So it's been a nightmare getting clothes and kid cost a fortune in clothes and shoes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No. That's uh, definitely a uh, but an she, expense you don't need. But she's back on Wednesday, so yay. <laughs> well, that's the joy of parenthood, isn't it? Expense. I, to be and... fair, I never thought I'd become one of those parents that would be like, right, I'm ready for you to go to back now. It's six weeks old. Mm. I'm like, I've done it. I'm like, I now understand it. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I, can, I can imagine. I um. Well, I've uh, I've got a little nephew who is two, and he is um, he is hard work for his parents. So I can imagine that it's wait until they get to three. They're a lot more hard work because they want to do things and play a lot more. Yeah, yeah. How old's yours? Three. Right, but is she still rubbing crap all over the walls? I don't oh, think she is. Oh no, she's not. Is he still doing that? <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> um, James is like, yeah, I don't think I want any kids anytime soon. I like my wall to be like normal coloured. Yeah. <laughs> hope you're hope you're not having your breakfast, your yeah. lunch at this time, as this has gone out on a Tuesday lunchtime, and you just uh, how's your week been? Good man. I've um, I'm, I've taken managed to take a few days off this week with stuff, trying to get everything sorted. Um. My six days pretty much start. They've started, so um, it's gonna be it's gonna be just a Sunday I get to breathe, or a Saturday occasionally that I get to breathe, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. To I've the people, decided... to, Go on. Sorry, to the people are saying, why is it not on a Sunday? You're getting the reason. We haven't blamed this, but yes. Yeah, I know that some people just watch the breakouts or watch bits and don't watch the whole podcast. They don't realize that we've moved. Um, but yeah. It doesn't make a difference. The video did well on views this week. Uh, thank you. I think it yeah. took the second week in for the podcast to go, oh, actually, no, it's on Tuesdays now. It's not going to make a difference, you know, which is cool. No breakouts. I've not had any breakouts for two weeks. I am going to try and edit some breakouts because I know people that don't watch the whole podcast enjoy them. But um, yeah. no reviews this week, just saying, by the way, so we won't be Top. waffling for too long. Um, do leave us a review on those. And there's also memberships available all those ways. That's a free way of helping us out. Memberships is a paid way of helping us out. The Discord link is still in the community tab. The Discord is still active. I'm going to start doing a few little games and stuff in the Discord going forward, um, relating to Wednesday, relating to football. The Fantasy Premier League's also now in the Discord. I am absolutely getting annihilated this time. <laughs> uh, I've put my faith in the wrong players. I. I hate it because I'm not doing very well at all. And once you get off to a bad start, no. Nah, it's it's hard know. to get back. It is hard to get back. So um, I'm not doing amazingly well. The talking hoots are going to struggle this season by the looks of it. So um, that's pretty much it on the housekeeping front. Let's get into some football talk. Now, usually when we do this podcast, we'll be talking about a the most recent Saturday game and leading up to uh sorry the Tuesday night game and the Saturday game yep. oh actually another little bit I will be streaming most if not well pretty much as many of the Tuesday night games as I can 
if they're available to stream. Um, so if you like watching the football with me, Dexterity Watch doesn't completely have to go away. I'm not doing it the night of this podcast for the Papa John's game. However, it will be coming back in future. I don't really mind um, going to Hillsborough a little bit less this season purely because there's still obviously a few worries about there with 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 COVID in the world as it is anyway. And yeah. I would actually r- rather keep Dexterity Watch going as well. As I said, I won't be doing them all because I still want to go to Hillsborough and I still want to, I still want to, I still, I, I said I still want to go to at least half the matches this season. Yeah. Um, you want to try and get to as many as you can while being safe. Yeah. But there's obviously the fact that I work some Saturdays now. Yeah. And Dexterity Watch is a thing that is really, really fun to talk to our international audience. So I am going to keep it going. So make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel if you're an audio listener. And we can uh, we can join those matches together on a Tuesday night, but yeah, um, it's always a good laugh as well because you get things that you won't pick up on the podcast. Like everyone who watched it, and stop crediting to me, this didn't happen on my stream. It happened on deck. The big P reference was on the dexterity box. uh, Yeah, yeah, the big P the big P reference did uh, did come about, and then you got like the drinking game. Deck stuff where you've got to get the drink, which is always funny because some of the answers just come out a, a bit bizarre. Yeah, it depends where people's mental state is at. But yeah, no, the streams are fun. The uh, yeah. the streams are what build. I'll be honest, the streams grow the channel more than the podcast does. To be fair, it's where um, YouTube's taking it more. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm yeah. tempted to do a stream tomorrow, but I don't know how well I would do on it. Well, it's one of those where it's like, to be honest, mate, it's the it's the Papa John's. It's the Papa John's. Yeah, I know. I, I don't think that's a good one to do. <laughs> to be fair, I did see our Discord and go, who's going to this? And so far, three people out of the Discord will be there. <laughs> In fairness, though, you can't, you can't really stream because yeah. you do the way you do your match reviews. And yeah. that's why it works so well when you're moderating mine because you can do your, mod, your match review stuff while you're moderating mine. Yep. You don't always have to be switched on. When you do the stream for those two hours, I have to be, be switched on for those two hours. Um, which is interesting when you have had a few drinks, uh, as like sometimes happens. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was very tired and had quite a few drinks. Right. Rotherham United was the first match that we played since we've last spoken. Um, To say Barry Bannon wouldn't get in their side, yes. I, think we did, I think he did all right. And I think the rest of the side did all right. Obviously, they had a penalty. Uh, why am I do what am I doing? Pug. I this. <laughs> yeah, Pug, tell me, what did you think? I thought we looked okay, but we did look at times lacking in certain places. But they had that penalty, like you said. Fantastic save. I've got to admit, that was just a quality save. Save. And I saw people going, How are um well, doing Pucker? How have they managed to get him into League One? How when they pulled the Darren Moore effect? <laughs> Uh, but we go 1-0 up uh, great bit of work by Canberra as well uh, played quite ugly at times as well but at this point Lee Gregory was 2-2 two and, two, and had an ear and shot it kind of filled its stroke parried it it was a weird one it, keeper just didn't know but when was the last time we had a goalkeeper uh, goalkeeper even a striker that would like do that poaching it's what we expected from Jordan Rhodes and never got. 
And Lee Gregory just, he's having so much fun. You can tell he's a player that plays on confidence and in the team. And it's just interesting watching the dynamic of the player coming through. Yeah. There's something about this team that's working at the moment, but it's still not the finished article, as Darren Moore says. we still got more room to improve. And that's a scary thought when he said, we still got more room to improve, and this is how we started already. The first half against Rotherham was a bit, was even, pretty mm. even. Uh, but the second half, we came out and showed a side that we can actually be, you know. And yeah. um, they didn't have a leg to stand on there for me. It was a great performance, I think. Um, I think I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about this season. Rotherham are one of the sides that are going to be up there. Yep. And we were dominant in the display. So in the second half, you know, and I, I it was great to see. Now a match where we were probably quite dominant. Completely. But, <laughs> but the re- result was a, a little bit interesting is when we played Morecambe at the weekend. Yeah. But what did you think to that one? We absolutely bossed it without even getting it in the back of the net. Jack Hunt hitting the crossbar in the first half on what looked like a crock shot. We had so many chances and so many corners and couldn't take the opportunity. It was the one where I think when it comes to games like this, we may have situations like this where it happens. And in the second half, we kind of went at the same pace and went at it. Byers with an absolutely lovely shot was unlucky to hit the woodwork. And we just kept on going. And... The goal that actually came for them was a bit of a mistake from Bailey Peacock Fowler, really, in the way that he came to punch it and then it came off Adeniran and went in for an own goal. And after that, we tried to put forward, but we kind of, it like we had the mentality switch off that we're not going to get into this properly, but we did keep trying. I will say, though, heads didn't drop. No. We did Hez keep did, trying. That, that, and last season, when you went one down, we would have completely dropped. gone. Yeah. Um, Canberra had a great opportunity that nearly made it. Um, it Corbin, who looks good as he well. He looks a he? quality player, doesn't he? He looks, he looks like he got a trick or two as well, which is nice. And mm. he got beat. But like someone was saying, someone on mine said, well, I think we need a striker. I said, and I don't think we do. It's just that whole clicking thing. Windass is going to come back as well. So well, if you notice, Windass is out of brace. Yeah. He's I already out of brace and he's already putting promotional things hinting that he might be back earlier than he actually thinks. Yeah. And the thing we've got there is this, we're going to get games like this where we throw everything out and it's just not going to pay off. I would rather lose this way than get absolutely battered and not even put anything forward. And the meltdown on Twitter was insane. Well, I will tell you one thing uh, about Morecambe. Um, there's... One thing I did find out was there's a lovely little game shop on the front um, that sells old retro games. So that was the enjoyable thing about what was a pretty drab match, to be yep. honest, Apart uh, in terms of actually getting... We were completely dominant, but we... Uh, nice to see Lee Bullen leading the fans in fa- cheer as well. Yeah, and Chris yeah, Waddle I can see people going, how many, how many bloody priority points has Waddle got? People say <laughs> yeah. all of that, but yeah. Um, it's, I, I think that we, you get these matches 
I can see our fan base going into meltdown in certain sectors, but it is the minority. Yeah, I will say, even though some of them are louder voices than others, we're still they're still second. in the minority, and we're still second. Yeah, and it's one of those matches that another day. We, that's yeah. huge. It's a big yeah. line, isn't it? Yeah, I think too many people were on the beer on Saturday. <laughs> Right, that didn't really notice that just because we weren't scoring doesn't mean we didn't have ample opportunities to score. So I'm not worried about this. When it's going to happen in League One, you're going to get these results. Morecambe came up and they were fighting last season. Mm. They've done this massive underdog mentality. And I'm not trying to be bitter. They, di- they didn't deserve the point. They didn't deserve the three points. Sorry, they... they they probably deserved a point for the amount of times they managed to shut us down, but it was more a case of us not being clinical with our finishing, right? We massively let them off, and that's on us. We didn't have a great day. They got the three points, and that's that's for the good of them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, ha- I don't hold anything against the side or think that we massively underperformed. It was, just, it was genuinely just one of those days, and as long as we don't see too many of them this season, I'm not going to start going into meltdown because of it. To be fair, I got a bit annoyed uh what I was seeing on some of the social media going, if Morecambe, we should be bashing these. It's like, they deserve to be here as well. They got promoted from League 2 and did really well. I thought it was some of the stuff that was being said were quite disrespectful. We're in the same league for a reason. They're in it because they earned to get there because they did damn well out of League 2 and we're here because we couldn't have uh, couldn't have stayed up in the championship due to some off-field situation for us. At the yeah, end a bit of the different de- then, isn't it? <laughs> it, is, it is a bit different. We're, but- we're here because we we couldn't we couldn't deal with the EFL's financial rules. But, but, you, but you know what I mean. They do deserve yeah. to be here, and it's one of these situations where you gotta remember a lot of teams who are going to be a small team like Morgan, I don't mean that in a disrespectful place, it is a small team. We gave them their record attendance, for Christ's sake, of 5,800-odd. We're going to get teams who are going to play like this because they know they're coming against Sheffield Wednesday and they're going to see it as a big scalp if they win. So they're going to set up defensively and try and get us on the the counter or get that one opportunity. The fact that we had about 13 to 14 shots, yes, only one on target out of the entire game, but we were still creating the chances. I'd be more concerned if we weren't creating any chances. Yeah, I I get you. Um, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. We'll be fine. We'll see what happens uh, going forward this week, but nothing to too, too much to worry about. Let's get on some good news. Dominic Iorfa has extended his current contract at Hillsborough. This comes from the Sheffield Wednesday website. The towering defender has put pen to paper on a deal that runs until the summer of 2023. Iorfa joined the... Yeah, we don't need to know where we joined from. We all know that. Speaking exclusively to swfc.co.uk, Iorfa said, I am delighted to get it over the line and I can focus on the season ahead and the future. I think this is probably the best bit of business, best bit of business we have done in a long time. Yeah. Up there with Bannon's contract, all those sort of things. Dominic Iorfa signed another contract. Some people are going, why is it only till 2023? I'm like, mate, that's still like... 26. Yeah. 27, 28. When you're a central defender, you start to... Go off a bit there. And no, the thing do, is, you, do you? What? Hang on, hang on. You just no, did a me there where I say something and I'm like, what, halfway through? You, do, that you is... do You do tend, if you don't look after yourself, some defenders don't. 
Sun Defender don't. The nice thing about Iortha, he come back from this injury. It doesn't seem like it troubled him. We could have had a situation where we didn't get the same Iortha back. Yeah. All right. Do you want to... You can put down the shovel now. Um, <laughs> he's... No, they... they Centre-backs mature. You're talking about when they hit 30 and go either way, but that 28 to 30 is actually should be their real prime or, because they should have started to get yeah, the experience. Or defend, you've got to remember, with Iortha, he's a speed merchant. So we may lose a bit of speed going he's forward. He's not just a speed he's merchant, not, he's though, not, is he? No. Oh, <laughs> no, he's not he, just a speed merchant, but he does have that in his game, which we were lacking when we had the likes of Tom Lees, who was a static defender. Right. Okay. Okay, I'll let you. I'll let you have that one. <laughs> you really tried. You really tried with it. Um, he, this is a great signing. Yeah. Okay. Yes. This is an absolute solid bit of business for. Because even if he goes, we can get money for him now. We know his contract's not going to run out, and that's the point of it. It doesn't mean he's staying. We'll it just money. means we're protecting our financial assets in terms of our players, which is what we were crying out for last season. What did Darren Moore say at the end of last season when he saw the players going? He said, that will not happen again while I'm manager at this club. We will yeah. not be letting players go out for free. It's unacceptable for a football club to let your pride players go for nothing. And yeah. he's, so far, he's done that to a team. New contract... Which- You've got to say from Transeria's perspective, fair play, he's letting the manager be the yeah. manager. You know, he's letting him stick true to his word. And I think the... And we've not heard a beat out of Transeria. All we've nope. heard is a manager being allowed to do his job and the right kind of business happening. And it's it's nice to have that positivity around, you know. And I... I, I, I know there's Wednesday... There's certain Wednesday fans that comment on this channel that we've not heard from nope. in about... They've gone missing. Yeah, in about three weeks, a month. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, um, but I'm sure some of them will come back now we lost to Morecambe on this episode. And I'm sure that if we do have a couple of rocky results, they'll, be back they'll come back. Because some people just like to moan. And I get that. That's your prerogative. If you want to moan, you want to moan. But there's not much to moan about, really, at Wednesday at the minute. All things are going... You can never write, you can never guarantee results on the pitch, no. but you can guarantee the financial stability and sort of stabilising the club, you know, yeah. and that is what appears to be happening under Darren Moore, sort of getting the best out of this club and working well with Chancery. If you look at what Moore's done and also Liam Dooley with them coming in, so far Moore's been allowed to do what he wants with the team, sign the players that he wants. And remember, we spent zero money because we're not allowed to spend any money. So we've managed to get some decent deals in. But then when you look at what we have going forward in terms of the ticket prices are sorted, the season tickets are better, the shirt prices are better. Chancery, it like, it's like Chancery going, right, my way didn't work. We'll go the normal footballing route and see what happens next. But he's mm-hmm. allowing them to get on with it. And the thing is, unfortunately for Chancery, he's probably not going to be able to get back into the country this year. because. Thailand are back on the red list. So he's probably not going to be able to get over and properly come and see what's going on. The fact that he's now, it feels like he's got people at the club here based that he trusts to get it all right. And that's the big one. I think the people here that he trusts, I think he might have let a lot of people go who he didn't trust, who got recommended for him to be in place and they were just doing for someone else, if you know what I mean. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm 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 happy with the way things are working there, and I offer's a great sign of it. Uh moving on to an outstanding loan performer at the minute. Bailey Peacock Farrell has received the international call from Northern Ireland as his outstanding start to the season continues. Wednesday's on loan keep Keeper from Premier League Burnley has been named in the squad for three upcoming fixtures. Ireland visit Lithuania in a World Cup 22 qualifier on 2nd of September, followed by a home clash with Switzerland six days later. Sandwiched in between the two Group C games is an international challenge match against Estonia in Tallinn. Peacock Farrell yet to concede a goal for Wednesday this term. He has now. (laughs) He has now. Just one. Um, has 23 caps under his belt and is expected to add to that tally next month. Northern Ireland manager Ian Barraclough said, to have players playing at any level is massive, but Bailey needed to move away from Burnley at this moment in time to find himself first-team football, and he's done that with a great club in Sheffield Wednesday. I expect them to be fighting for those promotion places in League One, so hopefully he's gone to a club on the up. I do feel that that's the case. Congratulations for the call-up. I think he will. He should start for them. I think yeah. he should definitely the the quality he has been for us this season. Just don't uh, get so injured. Far. Shh, don't do that. You did that to Hutch. I know, but that the only worry I've got with him going out. A- you need to stop this. <laughs> you did it to Hutch, and now Hutch is injured. Don't do it to Peacock Farrell because we are in trouble. Here's the here's the downside. Right, he gets a call up, and say. The Sunderland match has now been postponed, but that's on a Sunderland perspective. We didn't meet our international quota to get it postponed. So we could have had to play that if Sunderland had decided to. And I'm glad we didn't because we wouldn't have been able to play Peacock Farrell. And if we'd, <laughs> we'd have had to not play Peacock... Because in League One, if you are unaware, we've been in the championship for quite a while. You don't have an international break. You play through the international break, um, which is actually great for somebody who likes to still have club football yeah. with that. However, if you are a bigger club in the League One, the League One. If you are a bigger <laughs> club in League One, you will um, have some internationals, maybe for the Under different home nations, wow. you know, things like that. Yeah. So when they get called up, they can't play in your fixtures, but your fixtures do go ahead unless I believe it's three from a club. Three, then you can request. You can request. You can re- to, to be yeah. yeah. But I think that like both clubs have to agree to it. So Wednesday obviously agreed to it on Sunderland's end. Even down but... more went absolutely sodding loot like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They go, oh, can we postpone it because we've got over three internationals? Yes. We've not got our keeper. Right. So this is the best thing for it in that regard. Great on a call. What I want to talk about is Susan Egan wrote into the Talking Wednesday podcast this week and said, should we make Peacock Farrell permanent? Yes. Yes. 100% yes. If, if we can make him a permanent feature at the club, fantastic. Because he's showing how much of a good keeper he is. And with it's early days, I know, but so far at the back, we look like the, the keeper behind the back four or back three or whatever we play, that he's commanding them. They've got confidence in him. He's got confidence in them. And it's that kind of thing that we were, were lacking for a lot of the last two seasons, I'll say. Right. Nick Pope is currently Burnley's number one, right? Yep. He's 29. He's got another three years, four years of being a top keeper, probably. Bailey Peacock Farrell is 24. Are you going to keep loaning him till he's 28? Or are you going to let him move? 
Now, if we get promoted, and I think we'd have to get promoted, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. I think we should do all we can to sign Bailey Peacock for all on this early showing. We will update this as the season goes on. We will talk about it in more detail. But as it currently stands, we are seeing a confidence in a back line again. And not just because I offers back, but it comes from the goalkeeper. We were saying this last season. We need somebody to be able to settle that back line, inspire them with confidence, and make sure they're organised. Peacock Farrell's coming on loan, and he's done that. Mm. You know, I will give a great shout out to Cameron Dawson, who's doing brilliantly doing really at Exeter well, in League Two, yeah. and he is our keeper. And I, I'd like to see him come back and fight for that number one spot. But I think Peacock Farrell should be our priority as it currently stands. However, having a keeper on loan in League Two is a great sign for if we he, he performs really well f- for them and comes back in and gets a chance at Wednesday, it might be Dawson's time. You know, so it's kind of, in that sense, it's a win-win. But it could also be a lose-lose if Dawson's level isn't the championship. We get promoted and we, we can't sign Peacock Farrell and Dawson still struggles in the championship. Obviously, I'm leaving Wildsmith out of that one. I think Wildsmith needs a loan as well, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think one of our keepers, Dawson or Wildsmith, is going to suffer from the fact that one of them has to come in and sit on the bench. And that's just the way it goes. Yeah. It's, it's a shame because they are good keepers, the pair mm. of them, Wildsmith and Dawson. And the thing that you've got with Peacock Fowl, the reaction from the Wednesday player to that penalty save said everything you needed to say about how that squad know how good he is and how they trust him. Because they immediately just, Barry Bannon jumped in his arm, for God's sake. He's made four appearances for Burnley. Is that it? Four. It's, it's like they were just signing him for backup anyway. On Leeds. Mm. Well, his career, he obviously, he, he went, he was at Leeds. He made 28 appearances for them in 2018-19. Um, he's only ever been on loan once before and that was to York when he was at Leeds for in the National League so he obviously we send him some players to the National League at the minute he was in yeah. that situation he'd have been much younger Burnley yeah he made no appearances in his first season there and the 2020-21 season so last season he made four appearances and two of them and they were both oh hang on hang on hang on I might be lying was it right it's down as, yeah, they've put it down as league appearances, but it looks like it could have just been cup appearances, the FA Cup and the League Cup. I don't know if he made a Premier League appearance. Right. How long's he contract? Oh, no. Uh, right. Apparently, yeah. He made four Premier League appearances. That'll have been when Pope was picked up a knock for a while, I think. Yeah. Um, He made two appearances in the FA Cup and two appearances in the League Cup. And he's made... F- He's made five appearances for us so far, and he's going to be our number one. Yeah. If he enjoys it here, I, the, the struggle is I think we will struggle to get him. I think we will struggle to keep him. It'll, but, be, that, it'll be that whole thing that everyone will see, see him on our radar because they'll see how good he's doing, and then we'll have a bloody battle to get him in. But that being said, I'm confident in Darren Moore if there is going to be a battle that Darren Moore can turn around and go, yep, I'm going to get you to come back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've also got Hennessy at Burnley and Will Norris. Have they actually they got Hennessy? I did not know I mean, they got Hennessy. 
Connor, let me double check. Yep. He was a free agent as well, I think. Unless he's been released. No, he joined. He went from Palace. He joined Burnley as a free transfer. Hennessy is their backup. He's on their bench. So, Peacock Fowl doesn't fit in then. Well, he's he fit, does because he's, he's, he's their youngest keeper. He's but, fit, but he's third choice. You would, you could say that because uh, Will Norris. Hmm. Yeah, Will Norris made two appearances for them in the league last season. He's 28, though. So I think they do see Peacock Farrell as a viable replacement for the future. It's whether it's whether they want him to sit there. Yeah. It's the whether he's willing to sit there for the next three or four years. And I don't think I mean, he is. No, the first he, step for me should be at least try and get him on loan again next season. Yeah. But we need to we need to invest in our keepers. Kieran Westwood was massive for us, right? Because we always knew we could rely on our goalkeeper and it was a position we didn't need to worry about. But when you have to worry about your goalkeeping position, it's a massive worry. Yeah, it turns into a big headache. Yeah. So I think do that, all you can to sign him. But let's just enjoy it this season and you never know, his form might fall off a cliff. Hopefully not. And I think that's where we kind of dropped the ball in terms of our recruitment in keeper because we were expecting Dawson to Wildsmith to be those two backups ready to step in. It didn't kind of work because I think after you saw the first performances with Dawson for Josh Lukai, you could have seen maybe it's time to start looking at someone else just in case. But I think that's why we, we got Luke Jackson signed up to a four-year deal. He's our one that's going to be the one that we're going to be looking to improve on. So keeper's always been an interesting one at Wednesday because we've always had a very good keeper. And then we get to this point every time where, oh, no, our really good keeper's gone and we don't have another one. We need to scratch around for another. It's always been the case. Mm-hmm. And this time we need to do something about it early on. Yeah. Right. Skipping over this next story, uh, we'll go straight on to Lewis Wing wanted a permanent move to Sheffield Wednesday, not a loan move. Now, his contract was running out at the end of the season. He was made to sign a deal before he moved on loan. Yep. And unfortunately, it probably means in Lewis Wing's mind he was going to come here on loan and then join us on a free. Now that's not possible. We'll probably have to do it. Unless we do the magic where we sign him on a free again. But if he performs well this season, I will, uh, I will say though, actually, cutting in that, f- finish my sentences would be great. But um, he, some of our fan base don't see it. No. And yes, we've not seen a lot from him, but he's still, I think he's still an asset to us at the minute. But it's just interesting to see that he did want a permanent move to us. Um, this is from the Gazette Live. It says, Lewis Wing is definitely interested in making his Sheffield Wednesday loan switch a permanent move. In fact, Wynn has revealed the Owls tried to sign Wing permanently in the summer, but eventually had to settle for a year-long loan. Wing says Burrow activated a one-year extension to his contract that was due to expire at the end of the season. But despite Warnock claiming Wing can return next summer and fight to win back his place in the Burrow team, the midfielder, as things stand, would be looking to make the Wednesday switch full-time. Asked whether he'd be interested in joining the Owls permanently, Wing told Yorkshire Live, quote, definitely. Sheffield Wednesday is a massive club and I'm really enjoying it here. The club is looking to go back up and in the right direction, so I think it could be a big possibility. The gaffer talks about it as we're going up as number one, so that feeds down to us as a group. So that's a good insight that's on good, more there. Yeah. 
back to the quote, he is always reminding us that we are, uh, that is what we are going to do. We know there is some big clubs in this league and the standard is really good. We have to stick together, perform well on the training pitch and take that into the games, end quote. So Wing does want to be here and he wants to make it permanent. Let's see how he gets on over the season, but it's another one that could end up being a permanent transfer. I don't think I've seen enough of him to say that straight away that, yes, he's a, he's a definite priority. But for me, he, he has had matches where he's yeah. disappeared a little bit, but he's also had some sub-appearances and he's not fully cemented his place in that side yet. And from what I've seen in, in a couple of games, he's been decent. And we're five games in. It's a long season, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. I would like to see him take over some of the free kick duties from Bannon. Because I think he's got a better connection when in terms of consistency. The That's thing, a good point. The, the set-piece specialist is what we need, really. Yeah. And he's, he seems to be, he's got good delivery, as you've just said. It's, it's an interesting one because the fact that we tried to do something permanent show where we're at at where we're trying to get the age of the squad down. We're wanting players to come in and settle and be part of the unit. And I wonder if we tried to do like a, what, we, what we did with buyers. Tried to turn around to look, he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Can we just do it? Because you're not probably going to play him when he goes back. And it's, to be fair, it sounds like he royally stitched up Warnock with what he said, kind of yeah. thing, and said, well, you weren't, you, you weren't in my plans. And it's interesting with having Johnson here, who's already played with Wing of well at Middlesbrough. It'll be interesting to know what their dynamics like together because they know each other already. Yeah, it's actually a little sidetrack from what you uh, the wing thing there. You're talking about the the free transfers. He, I've realised why clubs are doing it. You know why we've been able to take them on freeze at this stage. Oh. It's because it's because of COVID and it's because of the wages. Yeah, they need to come. Up so the if they know they're going to probably lose them at the end of the season and they're not in their first team plans, whereas before they'd have held out for a fee, it makes more sense to get them off the wage bill. Yeah, well, and remember with buyers, I think there's a 15 or 20% uh, sell-on fee. Yeah, but Wing, it's, it's interesting. I think Warnock's not known for lying down with stuff. No. Is he? So no. he... Knowing Warnock is like, right, you're going to Wednesday, you sign this bit of paper, you're not going. Because <laughs> you know how much he hates us. I don't think he does. Do you not? Do you think he just plays it to the No, camera? I think he... I, there's something when Warnock speaks about Wednesday that he's actually got quite an affinity for us. I don't know. I, it's just there's something I pick up from him. I don't, I don't think he hates us. I think he's been doing it for so long and he's had so many interactions with our fans that he's got an affinity for us. I just get that vibe off him. But I do think the business side of it if we could get Wing on a deal, we need to see a bit more from him, but it would dream of what more doing with bringing the aid down and identifying players that he definitely wants in the squad, especially with yeah. how you look how we're playing that midfield. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's see what happens. If we can bring him in on a permanent, um, it would be... Potentially a good bit of business, but we've got to make sure he stays injury-free this season and performs. If he can perform well at League One level, give him a chance in the next step up. Yep. But um, it's a, we do need a scapegoat. Andre Green's gone, so I see that Wings may be going on. He's one, a low yeah. play, yeah. I also, like, oh, God, they're going, they're going. And now the next one we're going to talk about, um, 
is Luongo. Yeah. So he's becoming a scapegoat just because he can't stay fit. And we've potentially seen him in his last um, appearance as a Wednesday player because his contract runs out this season, doesn't it? Yep. And this is from, basically, I'll read you it, and it says, where is this from? It is from a Australian... It is. It's from sportingnews.com. It's from, uh, yeah, it's from an Australian source. So, uh, quote, Massimo Luongo suffers cruel injury blow to derail Socceroos' hopes. Australian midfielder Massimo Luongo is unlikely to play again this year after a serious hamstring injury. FTBL reports that Longo, I said Longo like you do, Luongo may require surgery after his hamstring ripped from the bone in the dying minutes of Sheffield Wednesday's win over Rotherham on August 21st. Luongo had impressed after starting the match. It's been unclear how serious the injury was with the Aussie missing from Wednesday's team sheet over the weekend. Now facing months on the sidelines, Luongo's hopes of returning to the Socceroos anytime soon has been dashed with his last national appearance dating back to January 2019. The 28-year-old has struggled with form and fitness in the recent years and it's and is in the final year of his contract with the Owls. <sighs> a lot of people miss this as well because he went down at the end of the Robin game in the centre circle getting... Uh, medics round him checking he was okay and he stormed off down the tunnel and some people picked up on it went what's up with Longo what's happened it's like now we know what's happened he frustrated because he's got another injury and if you actually look at his appearances for Wednesday 2019-20 season he made 27 appearances 2020-21 he made 12 leave one one he's never been properly fully fit when he was at QPR he made 30 30 appearances in his first spell there, 35 after that, 36, and then 41 was his best spell he had. He seems to play has always got some sort of niggly injury, but at Wednesday, it turned into less of niggly, more long-term serious ones. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit gutted for him. I'm gutted, but when he plays, he's superb. Yeah, and I will say... Uh, it's easy to say this, but I think it's a little bit weak. People going, is he the next Alman Abdi? The mm, difference for fair. me, the difference for me is Luongo really cares. Luongo gets angry. He, he puts at, himself out there. Abdi cared so much about himself that he disappeared off the face of the earth and then badmouthed the club, right? Yeah. You know, Luongo wants to get fit, tries to get himself fit, gets himself fit, comes back and gets injured again. It's not, his fo- you can't blame a player and liken him to Abdi who didn't no. put the effort in, right? And didn't want to. He worked the backside off in the summer to get fit and to make sure he was ready for this season. He'll. The fact that when the medics were talking to him, the moment they said something, he punched the ground repeatedly, shows yeah. you how much he wants to just play football and have an injury free hit season. I'm also telling you, if his hamstrings ripped from the bone, this means that this is probably why he's been suffering from injuries because the way the way stuff works is he'll have he'll have had a niggly injury on it again and again and again and again right and now it's gone and actually when he gets it reattached to the bone it'll be stronger than ever right that's usually what happens after the surgery so he will be able to claw he's 28 he will be able to claw some of his career back 
But it, I don't think it'll be with Wednesday. And I don't think we'll take the chance on him, unfortunately. And I understand that from a business perspective for Wednesday. I feel for him, though, because, right, say you tear your bicep, right? Yeah. If you get your bicep reattached, it will be stronger than it was before. Yeah. However, in the run-up to that, you might get quite a few injuries on your bicep and they'll have, they'll have worn it down and worn it down and worn it down until it goes, right? Yeah. It's the same It's the same pretty much with hammies. So... There's such a you, niggly injury as well because once once you have like little tears, it turns into big tears, like you say. They're not something that heal properly until it's properly gone and you mm-hmm. can have the full surgery. It's such a shame because he's such a nice, nice likeable bloke. He speaks well of the club. He just wants to play football. And when yeah. we all signed him, we're like, this is a big kid. He's a good player. Great. And the start of the... Last season, when he played against Cardiff, like brilliant, he's this is what we needed him in field. He's putting himself about here, there, and everywhere. And for him to get another injury is just heartbreaking for the lad because he just can't seem to get a break, and it's such a shame. Mm. And I'm I, I'm gutted because he's he is quality. The mm. good thing the good thing from a Wednesday perspective is we've got we've got good players in that midfield. Okay, wouldn't surprise um, me though if we go and get someone else now. We know if he's going to be out long. Term. Are we recording it? It's Monday and on Tuesday when it comes out, it's transfer deadline day. So, yeah, but that doesn't really restrict Wednesday because we're in the free market yeah. anyway. Yeah. So there, there is that side of it. Um, yeah, I don't see him playing for Wednesday again because this Same. is going to be him pretty much out for the season. He's going to have to have the hamstring reattached. But I do want to say that I hope he can get his career back on track and he can sort it out and he Good gets job. this in. Because if it is, you know, if you've got knee injuries, usually it's cartilage. Yeah. If you've got cartilage injuries, there's only so much cartilage you can lose before you've got no cartilage left. Look, uh, I think Michael Owen was a cartilage one as well. Mm. Um, it goes and goes and goes and goes until it's gone. Something like this, if, if his main problem has been in his hamstrings, and I don't know if it has actually, and we should we should check that. But if he's if his main problem has been in his hamstrings, they can sort it. And I do. I'm I'm trying to look on a positive for him being able to get his career back yeah. on there and and perform for for Australia because I don't like to see players that do give a crap right have this sort of look with injury because it's very easy as a fan to say, oh, he was a waste of a sign and things like that. But he, I don't think he was. He was a he was a great bit of business. And the unfortunate thing is the injuries. He had a knee injury at Wednesday, October 18th, 2020. Right. That left him out of 40, 41 days. That seems about it, really. So it makes you wonder if that's, if that's his only injury he's had and it was a knee injury and now he's got the hamstring. It, and the rest were knocks and things like yeah. that. So it can easily be knocks on the hamstrings. Yeah, it's... We Hopefully are, he can get his career back. We are we are obviously delving into we don't know we aren't yeah. his medical team there, but I'm just trying to look from a positive perspective in being able to get back. But he won't be no. it's very unlikely we'll see him again this season. He'll need it reattaching. We and, are a uh, team that don't do well with hamstring in- injuries as well. It seems to be the one that we tend to get a lot go. So I don't know if that's a training thing, a pit thing or what. But we do tend to get more hamstring injuries than most teams, I feel. Yeah, it's also a way of it, it's all individuals as yeah. well, and the way they react to certain training. And if he's if Moore's putting him through a lot of speed training and, and uh, resistance training, uh, I think he'll be putting him through a lot of quickness training. You know, making yeah, making because he likes players to run 
uh, and we're talking about that in pre-season. He, um, that's a good way to do your armies if you're not properly maintained. But yeah, all our best to Luongo there. We ain't going to pile on. We ain't going to call him an Alman Abdi. Okay. I actually hope he manages to uh, hope you get well, sort it out. Get it, get well soon, and hopefully a successful surgery. Yeah, it's 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 helpful for a Wednesday perspective that we we aren't relying on him. You know, so so the fan base can chill out a little bit. Try and chill out a little bit. We don't need to. This isn't the end of the world now. We've got players that can cover that position, so we don't need to pile on to somebody who's already gonna be struggling probably quite mentally because he's got, he's yeah. picking up injury after injury, and he cares. He doesn't just want to take the pay- paycheck. You can tell with his performances. Right. Moving on to a player that we might be bringing in on uh, deadline day as this goes goes out, or maybe afterwards. The star of linked us, and a lot of places have linked us actually, yeah, but uh, this, a lot of places have quoted the star, so we'll go back to the original source. You're welcome. Um, quote, the exit of winder, winger Andre Green last week may have well opened up a space for another new arrival at Hillsborough this summer. The star is led to believe that free agent Nathaniel Mendes-Lang is a player they could be considering. Now, a lot of people have been talking about us being linked with this lad. What do you think, Punk? So we're trying to get to the bottom... Um, we just took a little break there to try and get to the bottom of why he left Cardiff because we were wondering about it. Um, there was something to do with uh, a positive test for something that wasn't COVID. Yes. Um, is what we'll say there. So he was banned for three months because of it and you wouldn't get banned for three months for testing positive for COVID. So Ooh. you can do your own research there. Little bit of a uh, controversy around that in September 2020 and that's why his contract with Cardiff was terminated. However... Agent, I don't care. He could do a damn good job in League people, One. People can make their own decisions, right? He made his decision. He, he also got the punishment of his decision there. He got his contract terminated um, because it's something he didn't stand for. And he is a footballer and footballers have done a lot worse. I know a lot of musicians have done a lot worse. I know a lot of people on Random Nights Out have done a lot, a lot worse. worse, right? So He's a human being. We're very flawed get, yeah, individuals. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, He's not, he's not abused anyone. He's not done that side. He's not been a scumbag in that side. He's made a personal decision and he's faced the consequences of it. So in terms of that side, I don't really care. No, As a I footballer, it'd be interesting to see him. Because, he's a good player. Yep, he's a career starter back at Wolves. He's been on loan to the other side of the city while they were in League One back in 2011, 2012. Um... Obviously, he was at Cardiff for the championship, made 38 appearances in his first season there, then in the Premier League with them. And then two more seasons in the championship, where his last season he didn't make any appearances. Um, and then, he did he go on loan to Middlesbrough? I think he went... No, he, he signed for Middlesbrough after Cardiff. Oh, right. So he had... So he, he joined... Middlesbrough. He wasn't right. at Cardiff most recently. Mate, so he has, he has picked up his career. That makes sense, though, because that's Warnock. Yeah. And Warnock liked to use players that he used in the past. He's very well known for doing that. It, it, personally, League One, be a good player. Mm. It'll be another winger that we do need. Uh, I know I've seen it all this week, like people on my Andre Green video when he signed. and like, that. I made this video back in January. You don't need to comment on the video I made back in January saying that he signed for the club. I know he's left. There's an up-to-date video saying he's left. <laughs> and to be fair, Andre Green... I, I, don't, I don't really mind that. I get it, but I don't really mind it because it means the YouTube algorithm is oh, yeah. working in our favour. But it still annoys me when I'm like, just look at the date. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> my bit. It's like, just look at the 
told you what it was. But Green scored on his uh, Europa debut, I think it was. And people mm-hmm. look, we're missing this. He obviously didn't fit into what Dan Moore wants to do. And you've got to remember, Green came in uh, with no manager in charge at the club. I think we took him because the free agent, like, let's just see, we need bodies. Let's see what we can do. So getting someone else in would be a really good coup. Um, we're not stacked for a lot of place in this position either, are we? No, we've got Johnson. We've got we've lost Green now, obviously, as you've just said. We've got Wing who can play on the wing, but I don't think we're going to put him there. We've got Brown, who we've played as more of a winger than a yeah. left back. More seen him as quite an attacking player. I'm going to lose all the players out of my brain now. Corbin we've got is. Corbin, who can yet yeah, move across, play. And he did play across look very there. good against Morecambe. Yeah, I am missing players in my brain right now. Shadipo's injured. He compl- he's, he's a winger. Um, as right. Punk searches that up, I will tell you that Mendes Lang made six appearances in the championship last season, scoring one goal. So one goal out of six for uh, probably mostly sub appearances for him. Salaso can play left wing. Yep. And so. our young player, we were, can, still can't say his name. Addy Owen. Addy Owen. Yep. I can say it, I just need somebody else to say it beforehand. <laughs> also... The other week, so the Rotherham game, I was away, so I had to listen on audio commentary. Are we saying Adeniran's name wrong? Is it Adeniran? I keep saying Adeniran, because everyone else keeps saying Adeniran on commentary. But I say Adeniran, maybe I'm doing it wrong, because they've had the commentary pack. However, that's not stopped them before, because they've got the pronunciation pack, and they still call... They still... No, they still call Josh Windass, Windus. Where's the U? (laughs) Windus, I'm not that bad. (laughs) Where's the U, right? Okay, so please let me know. Are we saying, am I saying Adeniran wrong? It's probably Adeniran because I'll be honest, I've heard it chanted Adeniran as well. But I'm like, I will will die on this hill. I I got tagged on a Rotherham fan trying to say Florian Canberry and said, look, you're not that bad. He said it 10 times worse than you. Fair enough. Um, So Mendes Lang, I... He's, we need positions. Uh, we need we need a winger now. Green's gone out there. Obviously, Brown can do that. He's experienced. I would say bring him in because of Darren Moore's discipline. Yes. I don't think if there was any off-the-field issues, Darren Moore would stand for it. So if Darren Moore's wanting to bring a player in, he'll get the would best out of them. Would you want to knock on Darren Moore's door after he'd done something wrong? No. Do you he's see? Looking, it, he, he's not, looking like he's ready to go to war. He's been in the gym since he signed. For, I was going to say since he signed for us as well. I I thought he was a muscle, sort of a muscle guy, but he had a bit of weight on him. Yeah. He's leaned out this <laughs> yeah. season, and he's like now just all muscle. And I'm like, I would not mess with that man. You would not want to mess <laughs> the, with him. The photograph of him going to the Morgan game with the back pocket. He just looked like he was a player. He didn't look like he's he an was absolute a, unit. He's a tank. He's an absolute unit. Um. Just uh, for our FIFA guys, because we always do this for you to your detriment. Oh, I'll get a new FIFA soon as well. And yep. I have seen, I have seen the new FIFA ratings. They're not the new ones yet. So anybody that's reporting on them currently, they are the old ones. They are just in FIFA 22 in the beta and stuff like that. However, they are not the new ratings. So if you report on them currently, they will be wrong. Trust me, I've been doing this a long time. Um, He's got 84 pace, 67 shooting, 62 passing, 74 dribbling, 32 defending, and 67 physical. He's a 72 overall. Probably get a bit of a downgrade, but he's a good player. He'd probably go down to a 70, 69. Yeah, 
He would, probably. But we'll see. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with our players on there. Mendes Lang, would you, uh, final word, would you Would you take a chance, give him one-year deal? Yeah, we need bodies. And like I said, under Moore, I don't think you'd have any issues. And Moore does seem like what the people who put an arm around a player if there's something going wrong. So yeah. he's already shown that. So yeah, go for it if we can. And Moore Brilliant. has said it's he wants one or two. So there might be another player there that we haven't even been linked with yet. And I'm, exactly. think, I'm thinking the Longo situation, why we yeah. might need to. I mean, if Luongo him. does leave, you can finally not have to try and pronounce his name. And still, even though I'm saying it every episode. Luongo. Yeah. There we go. There's just something about your pronunciation that you just can't get your mouth around that, no. can you, mate? No, okay. not at all. Yeah, right. Okay, I just realised that sounded, sounded worse <laughs> than it needed a sound. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, cute. Right. We're going to go into the community section. Um, we are going to talk about the upcoming matches. I can't remember the order we've done this because we haven't had the community topics in a while in terms of when we've had matches. Mm. But yeah, we've taken we've taken one off Twitter today because I asked on Twitter, but mainly in the YouTube community tab. The tab goes up on the day of the podcast. So make sure the day the podcast goes live, probably check the next day just because yeah. I might have forgot. But usually also- by the Wednesday, there's a, there's a topic going up ready for the next episode. We are recording either Sundays or Mondays, so make sure you've got them all in by Sunday or Monday, and it should be good. Are we using the Discord for any community topics? Or you decide we will yet? be. Always. Please join the Discord if you haven't already. Let's get chatting in a little bit more. So it'd be um, nice to put up a channel for just commu- for community stuff. Yeah, that were, well, Talking Wednesday's meant to be that. Yeah, um, but it turns into a bit of an everything Wednesday instead of yeah, just Yeah, it will be. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we will we will try and grow that. I'm going to add some more threads to the Discord. Obviously, as I said, I'm also going to run some games weekly and things like that, get people involved. Um, the people who are in it, it's, it's really good to talk to you guys and not just do it via YouTube comments or on Twitter. It's nice to have people Well, it's, it's real-time interaction, isn't it, yeah. as well, which is, which is quite nice. Even though it's more real-time interaction with Punk, I... I I I, ju- I jump in and out and try and mainly it's like I've just opened these Pokemon cards because <laughs> I'm a massive child. Look at what I pulled. Um. Anyway, I must say though, making bank on if I if I was to sell them, I've made bank this week. Um, but I'm not going to sell them unless I really really need to. Community topics. The first one is from Pat Motley. Says, um. Is anyone else slash are you glad that we got relegated? I think we needed it in some ways to restructure and regroup, taking a step back to move forward. Right now is genuinely the best I've felt as a Wednesday fan in a long time. I have a yes and a no to this. I never like us getting relegated. I don't like us being relegated, but it does make sense that when people say sometimes you need to get relegated to rebuild and start again and start afresh, we could have rebuilt and start again in the championship quite easily with what we're doing. It's easy to do it. Just the circumstances of how we got relegated was out of our control. We could have done it in a weird way. In a weird way though, I do get it because it probably makes more sense that we'd have brought in these same players. A lot of players are saying that, this would be a really this would this would do better than the team we had in the championship last season. Maybe yeah, but you bring these players in, and in the championship we play some teams that are a little less forgiven. Mm. Rather than breaking though these players in, they take a couple of batterings. It knocks yep. their confidence, and maybe you can't build from that. When the uh, the piggies sort of uh, went on their rise, they they built on confidence from League One. 
yeah. and building a team where you could take trashing that league that season. They trashed the league. They did. Right. And they carried that confidence and momentum into the championship and then built the on it the next season and then went to the Premier League. And yeah. um, obviously that the bottom's fallen off that now and they might be in League One next season if they carry on. Uh, but that bill can work from League One. So it would be interesting to see if we can capitalise on that. The I'm fact- not happy we got relegated. I'm not glad, but I get what you're saying. Um, maybe it is the best for the club, and it certainly seems that we're in the, the right direction moving forward now, and I'll take that. Yeah, and the other, the other thing you've got to remember, looking at what we've heard from what Darren Moore's said, we've got to be top. Or it's it, it, the aim is to go up at champions and top, and, the, and that shows you the kind of manager we've got now in terms of what we're going for. And it's nice to have a manager that nobody wants. He knows what players he wants. He's not having to bend over backwards to someone else. He's getting control. And I think even if we were in the championship, he could have still done the same job he's done now, but going for some of the players would have been a lot harder. Yeah, and wages are an issue in the championship because a player certain look uh, they look at a certain wage band. As but then well. again, look at due to the whole situation in the world, a lot of players are having to take deals and take whatever yeah. they can and negotiate. There is that side of it. Thank you for your comment. Um, yep. The next one is from Christopher Elsie that says, "What do you think of the quality of referees we have witnessed in the league so far? In my opinion, it's been a mixed bag. I'm still scratching my head at how nine yellow cards were issued in the Fleetwood match. It wasn't a dirty game, although you would have thought it from the number of cards brandished. I'm sure we'll get some poor referees this season. Fingers crossed we don't lose too many points, if any, from dodgy decisions. Although I never rate Premiership referee. Oh, he's like you, uh, Premiership Premier League referees. When we drop down the leagues, they don't adapt to the physicality and the and the referee like they are still refereeing the premier prima donnas in the prem. Um, we've had a couple of dodgy ones this season, but we had so many dodgy ones last season. I'm yes. just kind of used to the quality of refereeing in this country not being amazing as is. It's not an easy job, don't get me no. wrong, but it's for what- in a way. I like VAR because yeah. it kind of holds them to account and it shines a light on them, right? Whereas in this league, you just kind of have to put up with it. It's like, it's like in the Charlton game. Charlton fans were saying we were too dirty and we were too physical. And mm-hmm. then we went to the Donny game and Donny fans were saying we were too dirty, we were too physical. I think the thing you got is that speaking to people who have been in League One for a while, fans, he said the referee standing is absolutely garbage too dirty and too physical i'm sorry we're not the ones that are leaving leaving feet in on players leaving studs in and bringing players down barry bannon's dancing round defenders he's not chopping him in half however we've had our players stamped on and chopped in half i'm sorry like we are probably one of the most technical sides in this league at the minute if you look at what happened in the weekend game versus sunderland and wickham one of the Sunderland players had his arm around the Wiccan player and then he pushed him off and then the Wiccan player punched him in the arm and no one saw it. He literally swung at him. That shows you the standard of refereeing decision because that would have been seen in the Championship or Premier League. Well done. <laughs> um, and you've got to remember, there's not a lot of referees as well in the country at uh, that high standard. And it's a hard job and I wouldn't like to do it. God, I, no, I wouldn't either. You have to run around the pitch and you don't get any of the fun parts. <laughs> what you do, you, you, do with, you do with your Mike Dean or in the path where you could like just celebrate a goal with the team. 
Did you see the thing? Did you see the thing about Mike Deem at the Tranmere game? They lost the referee. Yeah, where they lost yeah, an yeah. official and he came he came on in fourth official, didn't he? Or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. Um, the next one is from. Thank you for that one. It's from S. Billard. Says, if you could have an old sponsor back, what would it be? For me, it's the children. Oh, hiccups have returned. It's the uh, children's hospital one. Yeah, I'd have that one back. I would like to have us with more charity incentives. It just shows us being a bit more of the community club. Uh, and I loved that sponsorship. I really did. I thought it was clap by both sides to do it. All right, I'm taking the sentiment out of it. You've been sentimental and love it. It's lovely. And obviously, I want. I I was glad you want that we money. kept it. No, I want a good looking sponsor, and a good looking sponsor was the Volkswagen sponsor. Yeah, that was a nice sponsorship, actually. That looked really nice because it's blue and white and blue and white shirt. Yeah. I like that. I did. I did like the Sanderson sponsorship back in the day, but that come old school. I was just about to say honourable mention for the Sandership one. I never thought I'd like red anywhere on a Wednesday kit, but the Sanderson sponsor actually looked quite nice. What do you think um, our worth sponsorship was? That could be a different video where we rate the sponsorships on shirts. We kind of fell, it kind of fell into our home shirts. I wasn't a massive fan of Plusnet. Mm, yeah, that was a bit dodgy. It was also felt material. It was horrible. I quite like Chupa Chups. <laughs> I did quite like the Chupa Chups ones. I'm still trying to find that shirt because I used to have them all and they're like really rare now. <laughs> Napoleon's Casino was, I, I've got memories with it because it was my first like Wednesday, sh- yeah. Wednesday shirt, um, but it it was like that felt stuff. Yeah, it's horrible, and it goes very gammy very easily, and it looked rank after a little while. So, mm. mm-hmm. I uh, for me, it's the Volkswagen one. I actually like that season. We did still do the Children's Hospital one on the back. Uh, on the back, the- yeah. Yeah, and they made it blue rather than keeping it yellow. I think the weirdest one was when we had one a dick on banter card. Oh, white. When we had the one a dick banter on banter card. You mean barter card? I call it banter card because <laughs> I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> banter card. Um, Can you imagine I quite liked. Like... I quite liked it on the black on the black shirt. Um, mm. oh, one disco. Yeah. Was that the season we signed new here? Well, wasn't it? That was minging, wasn't it? Horrible. And then our Azerbaijan land of fire when we were about to take I like that sponsor. I didn't like the reasons around it, but I thought the sponsor looked tidy. Yeah. Um Thank you, S. Billard. I, clearly we made our mind up there. Um next one, last one from the YouTube community tab is uh Zaxta fifty five, your player of the season so far. Bailey Peacock Bow. Bannon. Simple. Yeah. Uh Rolls Royce in that both of them, Rolls Royce is in League One currently. Um this next one, and it's the last one for the community this week. JP97356420. <laughs> yeah. Uh, replying to at Talking Wed, which you can follow and chat to us on Twitter. If you were the chairman, what would your long-term goals be and how would you expect us to reach those goals? Long-term goals would be Premier League, but through sustainable means. Yes. Moneyball it, Brentford it. That would be my way of doing it and reaching those Pretty goals right much now. the same, yeah. Because we've tried it, throwing money at it, don't work. at the wrong players. Except, because here's the thing, we're signing those players, we're signing Iorfa. We will sell Iorfa, I assume, if good money comes in for him. You reinvest, you get the right recruitment in there. Do it properly, okay? Yeah. And then do the, what Brentford did in their last season and take a little bit more of a risk. And if it's a risk that looks good on paper, 
throw a little bit more money at it and get it over the line. To be to be fair, the long term goal is just trying to make Wenty sustainable and run in a sense itself. I I am still slightly annoyed we still have Chancery on the shirt as a sponsorship. I was hoping to see some money come in to no, do the that, sponsorships, but I understand that, why. It's because he can then put he can put his own money I, into I, the club. No, I understand. I understand why that he can put his own money into the club by doing it. It, but it does. I'm never a fan of that kind of situation, but it does seem like you're bending the rules. Even though it's not bending the rules, it's in the rules you're allowed to do it. It just seems a bit wrong for but me. But he's going to, the thing is, mate, you talk, we, we've talked about this and people say, oh, we can bring some big money sponsors. He, he'll put more money in than a sponsor would sponsor oh, yeah. a League One club, which is why I'm like, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, um, I'm happy with the way, the way it's going there. I is think, it- yeah, it's all about sustainability going forward for me with Wednesday. Yeah, and... So far, we're slowly but sh- showing we're doing that in the right way. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you very much for your community tab uh, topics this week. Make sure you keep an eye on the community tab. If you're not subscribed and you've gone on my channel, that's probably why you can't see it. Make sure you click subscribe and then you click the little dexterity box underneath the video. Go on there. There's a, there's a little tab section, like yep. if you were choosing tabs. Click community. It's there. I think Punk's done a video for I us. Have, but I have. I have you I've not actually put it anywhere. I will put it somewhere at some point, and I might do a really lovely voiceover over it, like, this is how you find the community <laughs> tab. Um, upcoming matches. So we're playing the Newcastle under-21s on the day this podcast goes out. Can't wait. Free pizza. Yay. Wonderful. Not free pizza. Um, it is a huge journalist, there. God, we need to apply for that medium. You <laughs> <laughs> just made my mind up. Uh, so, what do you think? Newcastle and the 21s haven't had a good run in the competition. Recently, they always go out in the this area of the league. I've done some research for the preview. I really don't know how to do this game because I'm not used to it. I'm not 100%. I, I don't want to cut them. I'm not bothered. <laughs> Yeah, I quite like a day out at Wembley. Uh, then again, I might not go. When's the final? Papa jo- Oh, my God. This feels <laughs> disgusting right in this. There's a bit of your soul down right in that. 14th of March 2021 was the last one. So if it's that weekend... Let's have a look what that weekend is this year. You ever had a Papa John's? I don't think I have. Yeah, I used to work in a uni accommodation while I was at uni, and we used to basically bait Domino's and Papa John's into us on our open d- opening days, and they'd, they'd turn up with stacks of pizza, <laughs> and this, uh, we, we'd, like, we'd like nom two before we'd done anything. Right. Um, it's probably going to be on the 12th this year. Saturday the 12th. I might, actually, no, I'm not asked because I don't know if I'd be able to do Saturday the 12th. I th- I've, I'm looking at my calendar now and it looks quite busy. So Didn't Sunderland win it last year? They beat Portsmouth, didn't they? Yeah. Unless it's that's Bank Holiday weekend and they do it on the Bank Holiday Monday. Could do. I don't remember when Bank Holidays are. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Because um, be the Bank Holiday is the 14th again. I'm going to be smart there and go today. I don't know when bank holidays are today on the day oh, yeah. we're recording. Yeah, the day we're recording this podcast. Yeah. 
Um, so. I don't know how to take this game going forward. We're playing an under-21 side, for Christ's sake. Yeah. You hope we win. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm not streaming it. Maybe I'll have a pizza in the honour, but that's just because I'm fat. Right. Um, moving on to Saturday. And this is the big one, really, for this league. First versus second. Sunderland versus Sheffield Wednesday. Now, they are first, obviously. They've started the season well. They've got... However, they have lost. They have been beaten. Yeah. We have not been beaten. Oh, yes, we have. Yes, we have. We lost to Morecambe. And also the game... <laughs> oh, what are you doing? We're not playing this game. Postponed. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm like, what's he doing? <laughs> oh, this is the thing. This is when I'm proofreading a document and doing the last edit on it. And I go, oh, what are the upcoming matches? And then... We've literally just spoke about how this is not happening, so yes. it won't be first versus second. This could be whenever. So do it. Hang on, hang on. Before the next podcast's out, is there any? I don't think there's any games. I don't think there's any games. God's sake! I think our next game is uh, Plymouth. After yep. obviously Newcastle Sat- game, Saturday the eleventh. We get a week off. That's kind of weird. I don't like it. No, I don't. It's crap for the channel. Oh, well. I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, so, unless you've got anything else to say, nope. that's it for the, this week's episode of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Make sure you keep all your topics coming in. Remember, the support methods, reviews are a free way to do it. Leaving a comment. Liking the video as well. We got over 100 likes on the last podcast because a lot of people forget to go across on the youtube and like it but that does help us massively now we have moved the date so thank you um and yeah take care of yourselves and take care yeah see you in the next episode of talking wednesday yeah